Did yours just... (laughs) What? What happened? Did yours just pop up with a loud noise that said, this meeting is being recorded? No. Oh, my gosh. Must have been updated (laughs) since we've done this last. Oh, my God. Are we that out of sorts? Hello, everyone. Welcome back to P.S. We Have No Plan. I'm Peyton Weiser calling in from L.A. I'm Emily McManus calling in from Nashville and like always disheveled, but this time a little bit more. I swear, leave it to me, but I couldn't get my volume to work or my microphone. And then we forgot how to record this. You forget fast. You forget real fast. But it's so nice to be back. This is really fun. I miss it. Strange. I know. I missed it too, weirdly. I mean, oh my I, gosh. I think it's because I've just missed seeing you. We haven't I seen know. each other since we stopped doing it. I know. It's been so it's been so hard because we stopped to focus on our different things that we had going on because right. we were so busy. So it's just been hard to prioritize much else. I don't yeah. know if you feel that way, but No, I do. I do. I feel like I, it came at the perfect time because both of us were feeling it, but I I didn't want to say anything. And I think you were hesitating too. Mm-hmm. And you jumped on it first, which I was so grateful for. And we ju- it was hard. It was hard to just find the time to sit down for an hour every week. It doesn't sound like a lot, but it is because we have different schedules. We're on different time zones. Mm-hmm. It know, was pe- really tough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You have different things going on. For people who are listening, we thought that we could come back together after our break and kind of wrap up PS We Have No Plan in a nice bow. I think it's something we can always return to, and it's something that we hold near and dear to our hearts, but we wanted to kind of come come over and just share why we're ending, what we took from this, these two seasons, and update each other on our lives and what's next. Absolutely. I mean, because it had been a whole year and a half that we had done this. I know. And a full two seasons. And I feel like that's, that's a cool accomplishment that I am at least super proud of. I'm very proud of it. I feel like we, looking back how we evolved from starting out doing this. I remember our first episode, we redid it like once or twice because we're like, this doesn't feel right. It felt very, um, scripted Mm -hmm. and we slowly started to get a little bit better and we noticed that like we noticed that from like episode five on like oh we're doing so much better here but it's from building the website to the things that we did along the way from the prompts to journaling it was Mm -hmm. it was all it's just really neat to look back on it I agree and it was always a this concept for us was always a passion project to get us into a more creative state, to prioritize our own interests and passions away from our work, away from our friends, away from our family. Like it was just this new world we created. And I think that was always its purpose. Like, and if it took off, it took off and beautiful and amazing, but you know, I'm happy that it was just this, this way to connect and build a friendship and create a brand and how fun, what a great learning lesson. Absolutely. I'm getting like a little emotional thinking know, about me it. Too. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah. Oh my God. It's just like going back. Like I now know. we've known each other for three, three and a half years, yeah. which is yeah. kind of nuts to think about. And it's, I, I know this is not it, but in my mind, it's like, this is our break. Now we're like nuts because we didn't haven't seen each other and talked for since we stopped doing the pod. And that really like frightens me. <laughs> 
I know. Same, same. And this is like a, it's like our shared world and the, the like we, we've had our separate lives, our separate yeah. worlds. And then we came together for this kind of comfy, cozy hug that was recorded and we've posted online. So I agree with you. We'll find a new way to just catch up and have like a virtual wine chat or something, but I like it. I like it. Maybe we'll do Instagram lives every now and then. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But it's still so special to, to me. And I want to hear from you too. Cause I thought maybe it would be fun to start out with like what lessons we took from PS we have no plan and the things, maybe our favorite episodes or moment. Yeah. I can start. A good one. Go. I think I have, yeah. because I, I was thinking about this and I'll, I'll give you time to think about this, but yeah. I think just generally, it's just been a fun passion project that had no ties to it and no real goals. And it was so fun to let it evolve in a way that it was supposed to evolve. Like we didn't have a very rigid set of rules for ourselves, like the topics we wanted to cover or the metrics we needed to hit or the amount of audience we wanted to reach. Like it was truly just going off the seat of our own pants, if that's the phrase. I don't know the phrase, <laughs> but okay. it was it was sort of like, let's see what happens. This is interesting to me and this is interesting to me. And then we sort of molded it into this slime-like thing that grew over time. And I think that's so cool. This is the first time in my life that I've done something like this, especially in a visible way. So that's my biggest sort of takeaway and and thing that I'll bring with me always. <laughs> I th- and I think that totally rocks. And I feel like it was a success, a success just that in itself because our initial bond was not wanting the restrictions and the parameters of normal life. And that normal life, whatever that might be, um, was scary to us. <laughs> we didn't want to like, that was kind of like our anti. We wanted to go our own path and not have a border or a fence around us and our episodes definitely followed that theme like a lot of times we would talk about it earlier in the day okay okay what do you want to talk about today but it worked out and I think I think looking back my favorite episodes were our just like our little chit chats I agree yeah we would talk pop culture and catching up on things and those were just my favorite I think it was us just being as we are and you know, not getting the phrases right. <laughs> I, I know. I completely agree. I I think one of my favorite moments was when you were in London and you were traveling and we were able to still connect and stay committed to something and meet and record our episodes. And that to me felt like a shared commitment to something, which feels so good. Cause I think you get let down as an adult because your friends have all, all these different priorities and your family yeah. has different priorities. Yeah. Felt like a moment in time where we both were committed to the same thing. And that really is special. I, this sounds crazy, but I like, I forgot about that. Yeah. What, which I hate, I hate that I'm saying that, but also once again, it's making me very emotional because <laughs> it's taking, you're right. Like we shared that time we were on that journey together. And I remember leading up to it, we talked about how important it was for me to have that time away in this time of exploration and, this whole project became a time of exploration. Yes. Yes. And I feel like we both blossomed in the ways that we needed to blossom, which was cool. Like I saw you from the very first episode, you know, feel so hesitant to speak and nervous about what you were 
going to say and kind of tripping over your words to now being so proud and so easy flowing. And I feel like you were so vulnerable. I saw you cry on this podcast and laugh and bring your friends on. And it was just, it was cool to see your evolution too. Mm-hmm. Well, I so appreciate that. And then, but then going on the opposite side for you, I think yours was just absolutely stellar. You've come from this corporate life from, I mean, and lineage from a corporate life, right? Like everything, that's everything that you've ever known. And you just decided, listen, this is not what I want. And I am a free spirit. I am a creative. I, and I want to show that I want to put that out into the world because I am now comfortable with that. And it took a minute for you to feel comfortable with it and share it, but you did. And now it's just this this magical beauty that you've put out there. And I look up to you so much. Oh, vice versa. I do. I really, really do. Oh, this is so awesome. I think it's like bittersweet, which we said in our text, because I think it's important to just recognize like it's so it was such a rare thing to even come together in such a weird serendipitous friendship from the very start that it deserves kind of an episode to look back on and and I'm excited for where we're going because I think we both have exciting new things in our lives definitely definitely it makes me happy it makes me proud that we kind of got to this place together of just being able to take giant steps and take ourselves seriously our minds are okay that is a good one (laughs) right that is a very good one. Right? Because I <laughs> yes. think it's it's like it's so easy to think of your ideas and your dreams as just that, but we really made them feel important during this time and yes. came together and championed each other and like another huge takeaway is like find a friend that takes your dreams seriously because yes. that's that's what gets you to that point, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like there is no silly dream. And I think that is something that has always been a common thread through every episode that we ever talked about. There is nothing silly. If it's important to you and it's inside of you, then it is important. Yes. And you must chase that. You must chase that. And that is so funny. We have taken ourselves seriously. (laughs) It's so fun to see. I'm very proud of us. I only look back on this time with pride. And that's what's sort of funny too is you think like a success story is one where it skyrockets into fame and it becomes your main source of income and you're uh-huh. visible and with like the big goals we had, of course. Yes. But I do think this this is successful in its own definition and I'm really happy and proud of us. So It was the lesson of sticking with something, even if it looks different in the moment or you're going down a different path or you're not hitting your goals at a, the time that you want. It's the consistency. Yes. I was listening to Beyonce yesterday. I'm listening to this female or feminine rage playlist lately. Um, and the, the song, Oh, I love it. Freedom. Beyonce's freedom song from Lemonade. I think it's Lemonade, right? I forget. But her song it where the, it's the, like, like the album cover where she's the braids and she's hanging I out th- with her. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah. Um, but she was like, uh, I'm I think the lyric is I'm a keep running because a winner don't quit on themselves. And that reminds me of this pod like we're gonna keep on keeping on because winners don't are no they do not no they do not and you know what we're getting that is so inspiring and I gotta tell you I know we've talked about the the Taylor Swift stuff a lot but she has been inspiring the shit out of me and tell me wait explain 
I don't know. It's just the whole thing. I feel like she's come back from the ashes. The reputation thing. If you see her just kind of when, where she was before the reputation album. And then yeah. she just kind of like she turned into this girl that's like took no no shit from anybody. She had no fucks. And now she is just doing everything that she ever wants. And what she I, – I read a little bit of the Time magazine. She's now Time's Person of the Year this year. And she just talked about how she takes things seriously now. She's like, I – I knew what this tour was. So I trained. I did all of these things. And all and everything that she talked about was just a human doing an action. Like it was all possible. But she is very committed and consistent and, you know, a badass. And she takes herself seriously when probably a lot of people wouldn't. I love that. And I so agree. I love her and I love what she's doing and all that she represents. And I agree. I think that's, that's the inspiration that we can take from this podcast and, and our actions. Cause I think that's something like you said, personally, from the start of this pod to now, I was stuck in a corporate job that I didn't enjoy in the rat race, in the matrix. I was so lost. I had no concept of what I wanted to do living in San Francisco. Now I'm in LA, like starting my own business. I have my first creative project that I secured. And I feel like I'm like walking the walk finally of the dreamlands that I envisioned all this time. And I credit so much of, of feeling confident in that to our podcast. Okay. But I mean, so what can you divulge? What can you divulge about your, your new company, Wiser, Wiser Entertainment or Wiser Studios, Wiser Studios. (laughs) Give give us the deets. Um, Okay. So it is a content marketing studio for film and television. I have my own website and I am taking on new clients, which is so exciting. I have my first project that I'm working with um, and it's a multimedia experiment type of project. So I can't disclose too much, but we're hopefully going to use it as a way to pitch maybe a film to studios. It's like a new type of format um, to build an audience. So that's kind of vague, but that is generally what I'm working on right now. And it is so fulfilling because the storyline itself is very feminine based. It's like a very empowering story. Um, that I resonate with. And some of my favorite characters growing up are like Katniss Everdeen and, um, you know, like the, the strong female leads. Um, So, so that's kind of what the project loosely is that I'm working on. And then I'm also writing every day, all day. So I have, I have a story, a short story in the works that is kind of coming together. And then I have a novel that I'm working on that's like 120 pages already. So I feel like Are I you am kidding me. <laughs> I know it's just sort of like poured out and I'm so excited because I think both of those things serve, you know, the different sides of me, like the practical Absolutely. side, the businessy side, like let's get, let's help out this, this new multimedia experiment. And then the creative side where it's like storytelling and world building. So yes. that's what I've been working on. It's so fun. Your 80-year-old self is very proud of you. Oh, I know. She is. She really is. She is. I'm even wearing my grandma sweater and I have my tea and I'm like, like, just so peaceful. Um, (laughs) Sorry, everybody. I'm getting over a sickness. I just disrupted the peace, but. No, no, you did not. Um, It's, but yes, no, it's exciting. And that's what I've been up to. And I've 
been out of my job for, I guess, a couple months now, and, and I've fully dedicated myself to this new path and I'm so hopeful and so excited. What have you been up to? Okay. Give us the TLDR. Well, I'm still in my current job doing what I was doing. And as I talked about before, there were so many changes and turnovers yeah. and it's just me and somebody else still working there. So we're still in the same kind of boat that we were, but it sounds like I will become kind of the one running it. <gasps> what? I know. Oh my God. What do you mean? Explain. Well, that's amazing. <laughs> I don't even know how to explain. <laughs> like, so I've been a publisher now for the last eight months or whatever, yeah. and just been working on getting our, our writers in the right rooms and having meetings with people at record labels and making just the right connections, I guess is what you call it. Um, I emailed Kenny Chesney. I know we all talked about that before and I emailed him three times actually now <laughs> and he has, he has written back to me. So like, I'm wow. just, I'm taking the leaps for the company. I still feel the exact that I exact way that I did when we stopped the pod, which I'm not taking that as no progress. I'm I'm trying to see that as this is where I am still, but I'm able to accept and harness these new responsibilities and challenges as a way to not only grow our writers and the company, but for myself. Because once again, it's putting me out of my comfort zone. I'm meeting with people that I never would have met with, and it's causing me to be more confident and work on my words and all of those things. Um, and it's been a good challenge. And I, I came to a realization that just because I do this doesn't mean I can't do this. A hundred percent. And by the way, that's amazing that you're like you. doing so well that you can be in charge of this whole new thing. Like how that's amazing. Well, check in in a couple months, <laughs> but so no. far there's no holes in the boat. We're doing well. Yeah. So far. Wow. It that's incredible. Good. It feels good. I think the thing so far that I'm just most proud of is that I've been able to bring a, a happy energy to the office because we had for so long, we it was just the wrong people, the wrong yeah. mix up and everything. And it was it, it was just dark town. Like it was a bad energy. And now when people come in, you could tell. And it's and it's noted and talked about like it feels so good to be up here. Oh, it's so cozy and homey. And I I I love that. That makes me so happy. And so I do take pride in that, I think, the most. How does that feel? So I know you said it feels like you're pushing yourself and you're in a new challenge, but what does that feel like? Does that fuel your ego a bit? Like, do you like being a boss figure? I don't, I don't know. Oh. That's what, well, this, that was, it's, I'm glad you asked that question because I had a long talk with Frank about this because he's, you know, he's always concerned that I will just jump ship every every moment or if he gives me a title I'll immediately not want that position because I don't want to be boxed in mm -hmm. and he asked me are you afraid of failure or are you afraid of success and I thought that was a really lovely question that I did not have the answer to but my fear is getting a title a position or whatever and not and then expectations rise even higher and I'm not able to do what these people need. I think I that's that. where I'm at. I really do get that. And 
honestly, I feel similarly in that I don't want to be boxed in and it's been really hard to try and label myself in starting this new venture. So I, of course, am aligned with you. I think it's really hard to put yourself in a very specific thing or give yourself a title that has all these expectations, whether it's a managerial position at your corporate or your office, or it's defining what you do for work. And I feel like with what I'm doing, that's that's really tough. It's like, what do I call myself? A strategist, a creative, a this or that? Like, it's so, it's hard. It's very hard. And I feel the exact same way. I don't, that's why I struggled to say, what do I, what I do? Yeah. And I, I don't know, which is, it sounds so weird, but it's different. It's, it's different, but it's the same every day. And I also have what I do. You know, I still have the girl with no plan and yeah. I, I had a real success lately and it was awesome. What the hell? God, I was so happy. I was so happy. And it was like the British, right? It was oh, like the, the was, messy British woman or something. It couldn't have been more on theme. Oh, it couldn't so have iconic. been perfect. So I mean, iconic. iconic, frazzled English lady. That <laughs> yeah, that me. was it. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, that was great. Oh. And that was just that gave me a little bit of steam to keep going on that because I was seeing success and like progression in my, my day job and what I'm doing, but it did scare me that I was not being, that maybe this over here was going to be, you know, fading away. And it, it was just exactly what I needed to be like, no, it's not. Cause this is very important to you and this is what you want. So keep going. But that doesn't mean that you can, you have to do one or the other. No, absolutely not. And I think that that's something that we've learned from each other is like, you can keep the fires burning across many different things. And it's actually not that hard if you prioritize, right. And if you're, I don't know, committed to all the things that you want to become. And I feel like you're just saying yes to these new opportunities that are knocking on your door. And I'm so proud and happy for you. I think it's amazing. That made me think of a quote that one of our writers has on his door and it's, I'm going to misquote it, but I might have to say it a couple of times. And I think it's from an author, but it's keep a little fire burning, however small, however hidden. Oh my God. Yeah. I love the hidden part of that, by the way, too. I know. I know. Cause that's like, that's it. It's always hidden, but how I love that. beautiful, right? I love that because I do think it is what people don't see. And that's what, that's the stage of life I'm in right now where, where I'm locked in my house for most of the day and I'm just working on writing and I'm just working on networking and doing the things like from my home and it's not as visible and it's kind of scary because I feel like there's all yeah. these kind of people expect something from me and I don't know I'm just used to kind of having a boss look over me and it's just a weird feeling to do it all hidden so I love yeah. I love that quote Absolutely. I, I, I get it. And it's not like you can say, this is what I have to show for, for today. Right. Right. And it no. can feel, and I, yeah, but I, I, I do feel like I'm moving forward and I'm progressing, but it's, it's a strange feeling to not be able to share that and to have yes. maybe no one understand what I'm working on, which I yeah. think you relate to with, with the girl with no plan. It's 100%. Sometimes We're in the middle. We're in the right. middle. We we're at, we had the start and the middles are the hardest because right. that's where it's just the grind and you have to be consistent. And if you're not consistent in the middle, you'll never see the other side. Also this, I don't know what made me think of this. Go. Um, I've been watching 
the like sir what is it called the special forces show with tom sandoval in it the- how is it i've heard all about it <laughs> the like so evil villain Siwa had to like yes! carry him yes so funny every time i watch it i think of you it's oh, he's honored such a diva first of all i knew nothing of him besides through you and so it's yeah. just like first of all his nail polish on and he has like his little braided hair and i'm like dude you are living for eight days on an on a base and doing special forces stuff take the nail polish off like you think you're so cool edgy artsy guy stop stop Stop. hard stop (laughs) but he actually did pretty well he actually did pretty well and props to all of those people who did that it looked gnarly I'm, I have no doubt that it was. And I kind of hate that he did well. I know. <laughs> I know. He he lasted towards until until the last day, I think. That's great. That's great. Well, there's a new season the in January, new season of Vanderpump Rules comes out. So stay tuned. You might want to you might want to get in on it. Like it's you can all you can do is just start on this last season. You don't have to go back far and you will be no. fine with this new season. I think I might have to. I'm just I think so, so interested now. Um You you have to look up um like Instagram videos and TikTok of people just seeing him out in the wild karaokeing. Like he thinks that he is Aerosmith and Peyton it Ugh. is awful. There, okay, and I so, and I don't feel bad saying that because no, it is no. And there is a difference, I think, for people. And I thought about this the other day. He exudes like cockiness. Like there's a difference to me when you embody confidence and when you embody cockiness. And yes, he, he's like on paper, you could be doing the same things that he's doing to try and regenerate his image and try to like better himself. And be like, okay, they're confidently showing up as themselves and trying to better themselves. But to him, he appears no. to me like so cocky. I don't know. I feel that. I, f- I, I agree with you. And there was something else because um, they were talking about the debut of this season in January on people.com or whatever. And he was talking about something and he has an assistant. And I'm thinking to myself, what do you have an assistant for? Doing what? Yeah, it's just crazy it's just it's just like you said it's one of those things where it's unbelievable i need to watch to fully understand him because i only know him from this the show and the details you shared if you want to rewatch if you want to watch this last season we can stay we can watch every episode together on the same cadence and we could talk about it and that could be our way at least right now for staying in touch oh my god how fun i love that idea okay okay we'll we'll figure out the plan the schedule oh that's so fun i would love that um speaking of like fun things and film and media and whatnot i have you seen any of the new movies that are out by chance well what constitutes new (laughs) Well, I've just been, I've been going to the theaters more now that I'm free and, you know, back in business and trying to like reinvigorate my inspiration and whatever. So I've seen Saltburn, the Emerald Fennel movie. Have you seen that? No. Okay. That's with Jacob Elordi. Okay. um, And a bunch of others. It's like a British um, horror type of vibe or thriller type of vibe. It was so weird, but so good. Very weird scenes though. Like you might be like, what's happening? I don't know if it's for you. But it That's was okay. extremely artistic. Priscilla. Thank you for your honesty. Okay, I haven't seen it, but I plan on it because I okay. know that you are very into it. I'm very into it. I know it's a little boring. It's an A24. It's a Sofia Coppola. I it's a it's a little slow at parts, but I think okay. as a woman, you'll appreciate it. 
And what's interesting is you only ever hear Elvis's perspective of Elvis's life. So I think it's interesting to see the woman's point of view. The only thing that is sort of like, "Mm," makes me take pause is that Lisa Marie, before she died, wrote a letter to Sofia Coppola asking her not to publish the film. Really? Yes. And she was like, this is going to paint my grandfather in the wrong light. People in the modern era aren't going to understand the nuances that went on between my mom and my, um, or my grandpa. Wait, it was her grandpa, right? Her dad. Her dad, my dad, my mom. So she's like, they're not going to understand their relationship. Because if you remember, Priscilla met Elvis when she was 14. Yes. And he was in his mid twenties. That's it's tough. a little, it's a little tough because it's, it, it, it was a grooming situation. It was, he was yeah. an older, mature man who took a liking to a young 14 year old and she even finished high school in his house in Graceland. It was like, oh, that's so strange. And like, he had, messy. he had so much power and he yes. was still a victim as we all saw in the Baz Luhrmann version of oh. Elvis. And we all know Elvis's story. He Absolutely. was a victim, right? But I don't know. It got so- messy. So did Priscilla not have hesitation with it coming out? No, and it was based okay. on her book. Um, and... Which I which I can see that because yes. she has her side, Elvis had his yeah. side. But as the child, like you yeah. don't want there to be a negativity towards either side. And that is, oh God, that's so hard. Like especially for Riley Keith, like all, everything that's been happening, and then to have to deal with that too. I'm sure, like internally in the family there was just so much going on I know so it's a little messy in reality but I think the film itself is really beautiful it's almost like blush toned and it's really feminine and they end on Dolly Parton's song which I love Dolly so it's like a yeah I don't know it's a fun I think it's a really well done movie but you'll have to tell me how you think I will I will but and also speaking of Dolly, I every year we go to there's a songwriter hall of fame here in Nashville and we do the dinner banquet and that's when they get inducted. And this year, um, they do just writers and then singer songwriters. So Keith Urban was one of the artists that got inducted. Ooh. And um Dolly inducted him. So she just like she came out on stage, like it was a surprise, and she was just like awesome. Oh, talk about an icon. I just love those fierce individual women like we named a couple taylor swift beyonce dolly parton Cher. you know what i mean like just like these women that are just bold and like going yeah i love it yeah and they're having fun while they do it like that's that's what makes me excited like they're having fun right and i think they all like we said take themselves seriously but they have they're silly it's they take their silliness seriously like they're they allow themselves to be silly or over the top or materialistic or whatever they need to be, they take themselves kind of like, this is what I need to be in this moment. Yeah. That to me is taking yourself serious. I couldn't agree with you more. One of the things that Carnival, where I work at, they had many years in the past is the only thing that we take seriously are the songs. So it's just, it's just the songs and the music that you're like, cause you're just protecting that, but we're not taking ourselves seriously or anything like that. Like I don't need to, get a trophy for me but it's like you know what I mean you know what I mean a trophy would be nice but you know what I mean I know I know exactly what you mean and I think I have friends or people in my life that just have defined adulthood in such a stringent way which we've talked about so much but I just I get grossed and icked out by that definition of adulthood which Uh. is like 
you have to be serious, like angry and this and that and structured and rigid. It's like, no, that's not adulthood for me. Never will. Never. Never Okay, wait, hold on. I think I might have to run out and grab Maisie. Go get that puppy. Okay, let me quick pause. I'll be right back. Okay, sorry. Um, well, what else do we want to I just I I just want to be able to tell you how much this means to me. True. And just how much my friendship with you means. I talk to people all the time about you and just how we met, but also how I'm so proud of you and that we're legitimate, like, best friends. Yes. <laughs> like, we're still sisters. I know we all have, like, best friends. And you have, you know, people have best friends, multiple or whatever. But, like, I count you as that. I completely agree. And it does feel like, um that it was a purposeful friendship. You know, like, it feels we're so into the fate and yeah. the, the cosmos of it all. It does feel like we needed each other and we needed this shared world to to grow into whatever we were supposed to grow into, which is so amazing. I have not had that before. (laughs) I know. Same, same. And I think now it's like, now we can like look back like we have where where we are right now. We can look back at PS. We have no plan. It's not done. It's just kind of, like you said, it's boxed up and we have a little bow on it now. So we could open it at any time, but it's there and we can look at it. And I, I do feel very grateful. Me too. Very grateful. And it, it it reminds me when you said your time on tour, like it, good things have to, That's come how I... to, right? Yeah. Like good things have to come to an end and there's yeah. sometimes, you know, or a pause or like a, who knows what's next. And I think that's how I see this. This was our, this was our tour. It was, <laughs> this was our what, becoming it, Emily and Peyton tour. I mean, that was literally what jumped into my brain when I was talking. Yeah. So once again, we're on that same we're on that same path and now we're we're still touring we just we are. the band the band didn't break up we're <laughs> no. Harry Styles and Nor Niall Horan we're just doing our own and one day we will have a reunion yes we'll come back <laughs> together you know it'd be fun to like do a next year sometime like check in and just a random episode once in a while and just be like oh, let's do it here. this is what we're doing yes sneak attack <laughs> sneak attack um oh, I'm okay. in I am so into it and I just love you I just love you. Oh, can we end on what we're looking forward to next year? Because it's it's the end of the year. For those of you who are listening at whatever time it is, it's December 11th. Tomorrow is the last full moon, by the way, of the year. And it's a Sagittarius moon. <laughs> and okay. it's also like a meteor shower is happening. So it's a very powerful full moon tomorrow. So manifest think, your think, highest think. self. Yep. So maybe we can end on that. Like what we're looking forward to next year. You know, I think for me, more personal growth and meeting, meeting personal goals with, and I know this is, this might, no, I'm not going to apologize. I want to make more goals and steps with my girl with no plan. That's very important to me. It's very important to me to show creativity. And I hope that that becomes more of an identity to me when people know me. Love that. I love that. And then what about one thing you're grateful for from the last year? You. Yeah, it's an easy answer. Oh my gosh, I feel the same. I ha- okay, well, let me okay. let me what? let me think. What is my goal for the next year or my intention with next year yeah. is to I would love to be a published writer. I I think that's my big goal. Obviously, I have this business I started and quit my corporate job for and of course I'm passionate about movies, but my real like 
being is writing. So I yes. think that would be so awesome. If I could, I feel published. it. Oh, I do too. I do. I, I do. I really have to send you this story. I'm really, really proud of it. Um, the short story it. that I'm excited about. So that, and then I think what I'm grateful for, of course, is you. I think for me, you were such a big part of my happiness over the last year. And what, what was such a tough year for me and yeah. a tough couple years, I think you have been the the light in my life, honestly, that has helped me feel good about myself and what I'm doing. And I don't know, it's been this weird, like little guardian angel moment for me where I feel like I just needed you in my life. And it's, oh, I don't know, truly, I, I truly believe that it was, like I said, this purpose, this purposeful friendship. I couldn't agree more. I feel that totally so deep in my soul. And I just love you so much. I just love you so much. I just love you so much. We still have to get our tattoo. <laughs> you know, we need our tattoo. We need a reality show watch. And yep. then we need wine nights. And yes. what else? And you know what? We never made our merch. So we're just going to make yeah. two. We're just going to make two, uh, like, two sweatshirts. We're going to be exactly yeah. how we want them. And they're going to be ours. <laughs> yes. Yes. And honestly, also, we forgot to mention... Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank yes. you for following any part of this journey and being supporters and tuning in. And every friend that reached out and said, you know, an episode meant something to them was, it was so cool. It felt really special. So thank you. So special. And like to our friends and family that took their time to be on this and encouraged us. Like, yes. it was just really cool. It really was. I love you. <laughs> love you. This is P.S. We have no plan. <laughs> and we'll see you guys later. I woke up in the morning and the sun broke through the open curtains. The birds sang too, and they said, This is a